When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Mini episode. Mini episode. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Well, guys, we're getting into that time of year when the movies coming out go from, I don't know, 10s to 10 pluses. Woo! So, uh... We're here to, you know, a little preview of what's uh, coming out there. Yeah, There's some big names. Some you might not have heard of, though. What? But to help us go through some of these. Mm-hmm. Babe, what? we have a very special guest. Wait, what? The realist and the fearless. It's Drew from the <gasps> Real Feels Podcast. Welcome, Drew! Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my God, it's really him! Ah! <laughs> it goes, it goes. <laughs> Drew, just out of curiosity, have you seen any uh, new movies recently here in the, the first quarter of 2023? Oh, the first quarter of 2023. Man, it's weird to think of like what exactly is new because some things I have seen like Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah! we watched that the other day. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch it again <laughs> because <laughs> I can. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the that, only other yeah. other one we've watched is Megan, and that Megan, was a Megan shit ton I did of fun. See. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm so mad at myself sometimes because I'll, I'll rent something because I'm just super excited about it, and then suddenly like maybe a month later I'll get these little like notifications or reminders in like the Twitter chat, and they're like, "Hey, Megan's coming to Peacock," and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to keep, uh, like, Operation Fortune Rue Daguerre, which allegedly came out a couple of weeks ago. Like, I'm still waiting for that to hit a streaming service so I can watch it. Right. Hmm. <laughs> so, so now the joke is, well, that movie was made, like, four years ago, so is it going to hit hit uh, streaming services before Creed 3, or what, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we figured we'd take a little glance at some of the movies uh, coming out here in the next couple of months, and... Uh, you know, see if we're excited for it or whatever. Uh, first, a, a little housekeeping from our last uh, update update on these movies. Um, I know everyone's excited for Guns 3, colon, alias Billy the Kid, the Young Guns 3 movie that oh. allegedly has been in post-production for years now. So how much of the, <laughs> how many, how... How much of the cast are going to have passed away by the time this movie actually comes out? It's officially changed on IMDb to pre-production. It's like, oh, okay, so nobody even knows this is a thing on IMDb. Like, okay. LDP and Emilio Estevez and Christian Slater, they have no idea this is going to be a thing. So, so I, I'm i a big fan of like Lou Diamond Phillips, and I constantly tag him in things uh, where yes! I will watch one of his movies on Twitter, and... Since I follow him, I get the notifications or I immediately see the tweet when someone tags him in something. 
and so many people were like tagging him in the quote-unquote rumored uh, third installment of Young Guns, and they're like, "Lou Diamond Phillips, is this true? Lou Diamond Phillips, what can you what can you let us know?" And I'm like, "Leave the man alone." That's right. I don't think you leave Mr. Phillips alone. Right. I don't think he could say anything, even if he wanted to. Yeah, right. He, he just shakes his head and spells out NDA. Yeah. <laughs> right. How's it going to tie into the DC universe? And he's like, "Okay, that's just crazy." No. <laughs> All right, sorry. This is probably an off-air conversation, but just just in case, because okay. Drew's a huge, uh, huge Lou Diamond Phillips fan. Who is on for Route Six Six Six? Oh, and should it be Drew? I mean, it should be, but no, it was uh... it was somebody else. I almost yeah. I did I not sign up for that? What did I say? Something was already taken, and I was like, no. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, God, what was the first thing off the board? It was like cocaine bear or something. No, um, it was something. But I also saw that it. I saw Route Six. Route Six Six was on there, and I was almost gonna grab it, but then I was all like, ah, I've already watched it this year, actually just this past year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, not not that's not until uh, Sven Timber. <laughs> For Svenel Thorson movies. Yeah. I don't know if anybody. I don't know if anybody took it. If anybody didn't take it, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll come on again. Yeah, so somebody did take it. Okay. I, I know that no, one no, specifically. That's fine. Um, All right. In the future, we will save Lou Diamond Phillips, Phillips movie for you to have a first uh, first pick. There you go. There Fun. You go. Now that I know, I did not know. We were joking about what if somebody's a huge Lou Diamond Phillips fan. <laughs> yeah, true. I just, you know, what? I don't know what it is. Like, I think, you know, what it is. I think a lot of it is embedded in my history. Uh, as a kid because my dad loved watching um stand and deliver so i always had like lou diamond phillips kind of like in the forefront of my mind for certain things like uh just watching stand and deliver watching young guns relentlessly as a kid so i don't know a lot of things there's also another one that was like i recently saw called the first power oh Oh, no that doesn't sound good it was it was an interesting. Uh, he's like a detective, and he's he's trying to track down some type of uh, serial killer who has like the power of the devil. Oh. Ooh, so you know charisma, <laughs> vanity, definitely right. my favorite sin. All right, the All right. dog is legitimately losing his mind. I'm going to yeah. let you gentlemen continue yeah, on with this. I'm going to go see if there's some sort of ghost walking around or something. Oh, yeah. Some sort of dark figure. Okay, let me, let me get that right, though. A Los Angeles detective and a psychic are stalked by a killer. Okay, here it is. Whose pact with the devil has allowed him to return <laughs> from the grave. Okay, so I was almost there. I, I just couldn't remember exactly. I get it. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, but on Tubi. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Tubi. Still killing it. Still having it there. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, finishing up the the recap here. Uh, I know everyone's waiting for White Bird colon a Wonder Story to come out. Uh, that's the one based on the book by best-selling author of Wonder. This uplifting movie shows how one act of kindness can live on forever, starring Gillian Anderson, Helen Mirren, and from director Mark Forrester, who of course did Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, Quantum of Solace, World War Z, and Christopher Robin. It was supposed to come out like February of last year it has now been pushed back to August 25th of 2023. Huh. Why not just let the casting, the casting looks great. Oh yeah. And Mark Forrester makes decent movies, but yeah, for some reason they just keep sitting on it, but whatever. Hmm. Uh, 
And we also have to give a huge congratulations to writer, director, Canadian legend, and star of Blue Monkey, Sarah Pauly. Oh, God. For winning an Academy Award for a movie we've been <laughs> dissing ever since we knew it existed like six months ago. And that's Women Talking, where she won for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Uh, you may also know Sarah Pauly from Splice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie that had her quit acting. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other, yeah, Operation Rudiger allegedly came out, but yeah, put it on, put it on Tubi, or I don't know it exists. Uh, Gun Monkeys is uh, now in, uh, was in post production, but is now uh, allegedly going to be released this like on March seventeenth, but. It wasn't when I looked the other day, so whatever. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fast Charlie, aka Gun Monkeys, uh... based on the novel Gun Monkeys, starring Pierce Brosnan, James Caan, Toby Huss, Marina Bakarin, and from director Philip Noyce. So this is something that James Caan did before he died. Oh yeah, I guess so. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they must have been sitting on this one for a while then. What wow. the hell? Mm. Yeah, because he was like. Like 2020 or like early 2021, right? No, 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 no. James Caan died this this year. Oh, oh, just like a month or two ago? No, 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 no. He passed away uh, July 6th. Oh, shit. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, because uh, he was he was in the Academy Awards uh, in memoriam uh, tribute. Oh, okay. Okay, dokie. Uh, but Drew, I, I know this movie coming out March 21st. You're you're probably excited for it. it's Children of the Corn. Ooh, I do like me a good reboot. However, <laughs> I, man, I don't know. I, I I'm loving, loving, loving all of these new independent horror films that are just kind of like, you know, kicking ass and taking names in some respect. And I I do understand revitalizing and you know rebooting and remaking something that already getting has your copyright an, back. Yeah, an, an established yeah. name, and that's fine. And that's 100% fine. Um, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, man, I just think that there are some, there are some horror movies, especially Stephen King films, that, man, some could really do with a really cool uh, revamp. But I don't know. If, if it's anything like how Firestarter was... Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Well, well Drew, let breath. me let me see if I can sell you on this. Um, apparently, this movie was filmed in 2020, and still hasn't been released. Oh, no. That good, huh? Uh, it's from writer director Kurt Vimmer. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he's the writer director of Equilibrium and Ultraviolet. I, you know what? I'm already there. <laughs> and it's starring a bunch of kids and friend of the podcast Bruce Spence as Pastor Penny. Yeah. yeah. See, here's the thing. All I knew is that like a remake or kind of you know reboot was coming. I've I've literally already pre-ordered the Blu-ray. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's gonna the... bitch about it, but he's already ordered it. It's now. In I, transit. Will, I will bitch yeah. about it. But... <laughs> no, but you're right. Like, there's so many Stephen King, both like books and movies that are already made that that really could use like a good remake. Like Silver right. Bullet is a gr- is a really Man. really great plot. I really and like even Silver better Bullet. movie. Yeah. I but. Man, Silver Bullet is pretty great. Um, yeah. Silver, Silver Bullet is great. It would it could be really good with a budget. 
Yeah. Or Salem's Lot, which allegedly, in just catching up with things, uh, was completed a long time ago, but no official date. It keeps getting pushed back. Oh, okay. well, it was really bad when they decided that the vampires all caught it due to a virus and uh, they shut the city down. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, is that really what it is? So, somehow no, no, Ukrainians I don't, I don't were involved. Okay. Yeah, or um, Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye would be a good one to do a remake on. Actually, you know, that's not bad. I mean, like, a good Stephen King anthology would be pretty neat uh, mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. I, as, as batshit crazy as it is, I would love to see a, a modernized Langoliers. Yes, I Ugh. love Langoliers. Scare the little girl. <laughs> I made Steve watch or, it. He um, didn't want to. It was against his will. That's right. Or, uh, Steve, you don't want to see uh, meatballs with uh, chainsaws in their mouths? <laughs> Terrorizing. <laughs> you had me airport. at meatballs, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Langoliers would be fun. Or um, a really good updated Tommyknockers. Yes. Although, I don't know. Jimmy Smith's killed it in it's, that. No, it's pretty solid. It's a but yeah, you're right. Film. Like a good updated version. Yeah, I just like if, like there's so many. You're right. Children of the Corn doesn't need it. It's one it, of the best. It really ones. doesn't. It really doesn't. And you know what? If not if not a movie for Tommy Knockers, dude, HBO would kill it for a little mini series. Yes. There we go. All right. Well, the next one coming out March 31st. We have. Tetris, where Taron Egerton stars in a true story of how the Tetris video game came to be. Okay. Anyone excited for that one? It's like a documentary or like a re like a what do you call it when it's not a documentary dramatization or dramatization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, guys, I I don't care about Tetris, but let me know when Jenga, when the real story of. Well, Steve, you said you didn't want to hear any more about Ukrainians, and it starts with the uh, Ukrainian girl. That's true. <laughs> Wait, what? What did I say that? <laughs> Ooh, Tetris could be controversial though, because the background music is a Russian folk song. It's a Russian folk song. Well, speaking of things I don't want to hear about, April third, we have Pretty Baby: Colin Brook Shields. A documentary that follows the actor, model, and icon Brooke Shields as she becomes a woman who discovers her power after being a sexualized young girl. No thanks. She shows the dangers and triumphs of gaining agency in a hostile world. No thanks. Oh my, wait, another movie about how hard it is to be a woman? Right. Oh, documentary, babe. Because, you know, she was in Blue Lagoon. Although, if it were Pretty Baby colon Mia Jovovich, I'm fucking in. I mean, there's You that. know, Return to Blue Lagoon. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so that's three no thank yous? Okay, got no, it. No thank you. We're good. Uh, how about April 5th? We have a toss-up between the Super Mario Brothers movie or Air. Uh, you guys heard about Air? No. Which one is Air? Ben Affleck directs. Starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Jason Bateman about how Nike built an empire on Michael Jordan's back. Nope. Oh, are they going to talk about the young art student who Nike also fucked over? Are they just going to talk about Jordan? Nope, just Jordan. Okay. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. I will will deal with Chris Pratt voicing Mario because I get get Jack Black as Bowser. And Charlie Day is a toad or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm not going to lie. The trailer got me the music. Oh, the music the orchestrated, is real yeah. fucking good. I only good. watched like 
maybe 30 seconds of the trailer. I watched the first trailer where Mario's walking around and he runs into Toad and Toad kind of freaks out about like, you know, don't eat that or don't hit that or something. And then I stopped watching because I want to, I, I still want to have things be a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. There's like a 20 yeah. second trailer that comes on our, is it Peacock or? Yeah. Peacock or Hulu, Hulu or something. Hulu or one yeah. of those. And yeah, it's got the, the, it's the, it is the old school song, but it's been like, it's like a full orchestra doing it. And it got me. It fucking got me. Hmm. Like, I mean, but I've also like fallen for this because you know what else had a fucking amazing trailer? Last Airbender. Last Airbender and my shot one. No. <laughs> Dude, you guys watch that trailer. You will want to watch whatever movie that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, coming out April 7th, we have <clears throat> The Pope's Exorcist. I'm kind of down for this when I when oh, I absolutely saw, when I saw that uh, Russell Crowe was yep. was already based, there. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's based on a thing. true story, starring Russell Crowe as the Pope's exorcist, starring Franco Nero as the Pope, and from the director of Overlord. I'm fucking in, guys. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Uh, or if you know that sounds a little too extreme for you, we also have coming out on April seventh, Paint. Where Owen Wilson basically stars as oh, Bob oh. Ross. Yes. <laughs> he stars as a kid who eats paint. Wait, what? Yeah, I, um, I, saw I thought a, this uh, was just a meme. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was <laughs> just a meme. he was like, this isn't a real movie. I'm like, no, I David. It, like, yeah, I thought it was, it was like a meme or like an SNL sketch. And I'm, I'm all like, man, he looks great. And then I saw it was a trailer and I was like, get out of here. And it's from the writer-director of the Cat Williams special American Hustle and 10 episodes of Tosh.0. So how could it not be great? <laughs> I don't know. This could be pretty great. <laughs> it should. It probably will be. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know, it's 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 the premise, and Owen will Owen Wilson never really like mails it in, right? Wow. No, no, he yeah. always tries. Yeah, those Wilson boys. Yeah, they try. They don't look like they're trying, but they are trying. <laughs> or, or if Owen Wilson as Bob Ross sounds a little harsh for you, also coming out on April seventh, we have on a wing and a prayer. After their pilot dies unexpectedly mid-flight, Doug White, played by Dennis Quaid, has to safely what? land a plane and save his entire family from insurmountable danger. Also starring Heather Graham, Jesse Metcalf, and from the director of The King's Daughter, babe. Nope. <laughs> I just, like, as you were looking, I was thinking, I don't think I've ever enjoyed anything Heather Graham is in. Boogie Nights. Okay. Austin Powers, too. Not the best uh, off swingers. Mm. Yeah, Heather Graham's all right. <laughs> no, I mean she's fine, but just like I don't know, she doesn't yeah, make great is. movies. No. <laughs> and Dennis Quaid, you know Jaws three and I do uh, like Frequency. Dennis Quaid, but no, and... no, we're no, nope, right. canceled. You, I lost you with the King's Daughter. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> the movie that was so bad they waited eight years to release it. Fuck. <laughs> And the only that list it was mentioned on was our worst of last year. Movie. Yeah. All right. So, Drew, are you watching on a wing and a prayer? No, I'm, okay. I'm good. No. Wait, do I want to watch Bob Ross go from drill sergeant to painter, but he's Owen Wilson? Yeah. Or do I want to watch some shitty I, movie by a misogynist? It's, it's not really Bob Ross. It's like a fake Bob Ross. 
you don't think his, his name's like him? Rob Boss or something. They don't. don't you know, don't. But... Oh yeah. Well, because the um, the family that stole it from Bob Ross's son, uh, the franchise that they like, they totally protect the name at all costs. Yeah, well, well, like, they like they're probably going to sue us for the, just naming it on this podcast. Rob Boss, <laughs> allegedly. But but they're totally going to have him start out as drill sergeant who gets tired of yelling at. I people. hope so. That'd be great, actually. <laughs> the it, it opens like Saving Private Ryan, and then it comes yeah. to him like. Oh, happy little trees, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember I did. A, I've done a couple of reports when I was in school on Bob Ross, and I had two teachers tell me I was making it up. <laughs> Google it, bitch. Basically. Yeah. All right. Well, then the following week, April fourteenth, Renfield course is coming <gasps> yes! out, and, and we're all balls deep into that one. Right? I'm I'm excited so. for that. Oh yeah. But if that's a little too awesome for you, uh, also April fourteenth, we have Mafia Mama. An American mom inherits her grandfather's mafia empire in Italy. Starring Tony Collette and oh, Monica yeah. Bellucci. Oh. From the director of Twilight and Lords of Dogtown. But yeah, the director of the first Twilight movie. But yeah, Tony Collette though. Monica Bellucci's. I love Monica Bellucci. Mafia. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This sounds this. This just feels like they always have to have a couple of those like mom movies where like, Haha, she's 40 and she's a piece of shit. But then we're going to glam her up and she's going to realize she has a life beyond kids. Ha-ha! There you go. Tell me <laughs> it's I'm like you've seen the trailer. <laughs> no, I don't know. She's going to learn how to be sexy for Monica Bellucci. Yeah. And then she's going to teach them all how to make the family pancakes. Ha-ha-ha! It's going to be so quirky. Jesus. Good God. It sounds great, babe. Are are you mad that I'm spoiling the movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's a little too extreme for you, there's also April 14th, Sweetwater. It's about this, the story of Hall of Famer Nat Sweetwater Clifton, who makes history as the first African-American to sign an NBA contract. Okay, cool, cool, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jackie yeah. Robinson, but basketball, I'm in. Yeah, this is right up Steve's alley. Starring Carrie Ells. Ooh. Eric hmm. Roberts. All right. Jeremy Piven. All right. Richard Dreyfus. Huh. Kevin Pollack. You're, you're in, right? Yeah. And from writer director Martin Guigui. Who's he, Steve? Baby, you remember that 9 11 movie starring Charlie Sheen and uh, Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> He's the writer director of that. So I'm assuming this whole story is going to be told by old white people stuck in an elevator. <laughs> Bobblehead of a black chick. <laughs> of herself. <laughs> she had a fucking like jumping jack flash whoopie Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, it didn't said Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> on yeah, it. it sure did. Guys, watch 9-11. And maybe we will this <laughs> September. Who knows? We may finally I pull mean, the trigger on that one. But Steve, they already know how it ends. <laughs> <sighs> so then <laughs> By the way, when you said Sweetwater, my I immediately was having PTSD flashbacks to oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the catalog they keep the sending. Catalog yeah, they the keep sending. Guys, never stuff. order anything from Sweetwater Electronics. They have good stuff, <laughs> we but bought... you, we or, we bought one like screw for a cord or something. Yeah, it was like an HDMI cord that was like a buck fifty. Yeah, it, yeah, and we literally ordered it because like with shipping, it was three dollars. Yep. Since, that for was like 10 years, years ago yeah and they've been sending us a catalog like every two or three months huge catalog yeah it takes up like my entire trash can <laughs> what i'm saying is we're a <laughs> and they call me 
They call me like twice a month to see if I'm still enjoying my purchase. Yes, the HDMI cord is doing <laughs> the last, great. The last time I actually talked to them, because I have them in as do not enter, or do not answer. Oh, the last time I talked to them, I was like, no, I hate it. I never want to hear from you guys again. They're like, what can we do to make it better? I'm like, nothing. You can burn your company to the ground. <laughs> Don't contact me. And they're like, well, we can't keep people from contacting you. And I'm like, really? Because it seems really easy to be like, nah, she's a fucking bitch. Don't call her. Don't call that bitch. Get her off the list. Uh, like, I was like, do you have a blacklist? And he was like, well, like, not officially, but and I was like, put me on that. You can't call it that anymore. <laughs> do, they, do they really say that they can't stop people from calling you? Yeah, yeah, they said they can't, they, they don't have it in their system to not have their agents call me. They don't have a no, way to do that. No, the Better Business Bureau what? would have something to say about that. Oh, they have like a zero on the Better Business Bureau because they never stop calling people. Well, now if I, if I want some diabolical revenge on someone, I'm signing them up for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetwater, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that and uh, the, what is it, the golf magazine that you keep getting? Yeah. Uh, look, I, I assume I just turned 40, so I was on a list. And they're like, yeah, it's you true. enjoy golf, right? <laughs> no. You got, that's right, for your 40th birthday, you got Time Magazine and Golf Magazine. Yeah. Just, and then, like, I was like, I ain't paying for anything. Where's this coming every from? Every single one comes with like a flyer glued to the front of it like, this is your last one. It's like, you keep saying that, but you're <laughs> you fucking You made that liars. promise last month. <laughs> So April twenty first, <laughs> ARP uh, the movie. <laughs> yeah, every everybody loves uh, Evil Dead Rise, which is going to be coming out, right, Drew? Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. we've already talked about the Covenant. No, not the 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 guys that was like a fraternity with supernatural powers or whatever. No, this one's got Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's about like mm. on duty in Afghanistan. Dot dot dot. Mm. Oh, that's right. It's a new Guy Ritchie movie that's coming out mm. since you know. Uh, Operation Fortune took so damn long to release. But the following week, April 28th, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Based on the Judy Bloom book. Oh, when her family really? moves from the city to the suburbs, 11-year-old Margaret navigates new friends, feelings, and the beginning of adolescence. Starring Rachel McAdams, I'm assuming is the mom. No, she's going to play. Yeah, as the little girl. Margaret. I don't know, 11-year-old? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, I assume the 11 year old is going to be played by Kathy Bates, who's also in the movie. Hey, that, she's playing God. Uh, ah, yeah, right. Hey, Margaret, what's up? Yeah. Want to smoke some pot? Right. You just say that because we watched every episode of that weed store uh, show she was in. I thought that was actually pretty a uh, funny show. It really oh, was. I yeah. really did enjoy it. I was like sad that there was only what, like six episodes or something. Well, because wasn't it, wasn't it on Fox? It was on Netflix. It, oh, was, it? Okay. Was like, it was like a little mini series. I think they had two seasons or whatever of it. But yeah, it was like four or five episodes each. You know, a, a small contained story. So, uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I, I'm guessing we're all going to be there opening night. <laughs> no, I'll watch it when it comes to Netflix. Yeah, I, I assume it's just being dropped on Netflix. <laughs> well, okay. That same weekend, though, would you rather that or Big George Foreman colon the miraculous story of the once and future heavyweight champion of the world? gonna be a weird one the life and career of george foreman starring chris davis as george uh you might know him from space jam new legacy detroit atlanta judas and the black messiah and forrest whitaker oh and from the writer director of soul food 
Men of Honor, Notorious, and Faster. But who's going to play George Foreman Jr. or George Foreman Jr. or George For- Foreman the second? They're all CGI. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm sure this one's going to be great, but no, I don't know. You need to have, no like, idea. friends over and just have, like, nine George Foreman grills set up while cooking <laughs> hot dogs, pieces of chicken. Peas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so those things breed when you move, apparently. When we moved into this house, we had four of them. Yeah. I had one. I, I actually, I actually really like the George Foreman grill. Oh yeah, they're oh, great. I, they're I love it. Great. Like that was actually the first. Like when that was one of the first things I unpacked because, like, instead of trying to find all my pots and pans and everything, it's like fuck it. I can plug it in and cook everything on this till we figure out where all the grocery stuff is. <laughs> oh yeah, I I like my George Foreman grill. Just uh, in the George Foreman story, are we going to talk about CTE? I'm I'm. A, <laughs> I doubt it, <laughs> but I know the third act's going to be centered around the grill. It has to be. And the family. What family? George Foreman and George Foreman Jr. and George Foreman Jr. and George Foreman Jr. Yeah, well, that's just that. Like, I don't know. Like, specifically George Foreman, like, the, the story is, yeah, he was a great champion. He whooped Muhammad Ali and, you know, a couple other big greats, whatever. Then he beat Evander Holyfield, like, 30 years later. That's kind of the story. Like, like, like it's all the Rocky movies, like, into one. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be hard to space out, but I don't know. Anyway. Okay, here we go. So, uh, George Edward Foreman, nicknamed Big George, Olympic gold medalist, two mm-hmm. world heavyweight champion, known yeah. for the George Foreman grill. Um, let's see. Wait, you actually have that right up here. Where are his kids? Where are his kids? Does he know? They're, they're probably in their 40s now. So uh, He is now Reverend George Foreman. Oh, shit. Oh, is he really? The big Reverend George Foreman. Yeah, uh, Reverend Big George. Um, Reverend Big George. Reverend Big George. They, oh, God damn you, Wikipedia had it like the clip on here. All right, he at least has five boys named George. And George Foreman. There's, let's see, in the clip here, there's George Jr., George the Third. Uh, who goes by Monk, George the Fourth, who goes by Big Wheel, George the Fifth, um, who, the, uh, here we go, um, George Fifth, who goes by Red, George the Sixth, who goes by Little Joey. Um, <laughs> I named all my sons George Edward Foreman so they could always have something in common. Get out, aside from being fucking related. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I'm not a narcissist. I just want them all to have something in common well, besides my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, cool. Well, yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, May 5th, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yep, it's another Marvel movie. We're all excited. Woo! Mm. But May 12th, Book Club, colon, the next chapter. That's right, Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, and Mary Stangeburgen. Pass. I'm out. <laughs> like like is it the golden girls movie no i'm not interested 
Uh, but yeah, May 19th, we have Fast X. It's apparently about family or something. I don't know. And the power but, of it? <laughs> the power of family and togetherness. Uh, and yeah, they're bringing in what? Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, Alan Richson, others, you know. Uh, spoiler, I'm pretty sure they're going to bring Gal Gadot back. Or Gal Gadot, however you say her last name. Hmm. Ludacris. <laughs> Luda. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Drew, have you heard about this Little Mermaid movie that's coming out? I have. And I've also heard about uncomfortable white men being oppressed and offended by it. Is it because Javier Bardem is King Triton? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> or is it because Melissa McCarthy is Ursula the Sea Witch? <laughs> that's going to be great. Right? I, I, I think that's <laughs> just going to be amazing. Uh, or Aquafina as Scuttle, uh, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder, uh, David Diggs as Sebastian. That should be great, too. Uh, or it's from the Academy Award-winning director of Chicago. You know, it could be all these, like, really good things. Yeah. But uh, but you know what? I'm just going to go with good old-fashioned racism makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? 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 what's racist about it i mean i mean javier bardem you know he's played he's played a blonde mexican before i assume he's going to be a blonde underwater god of the sea oh this is this is true but you know i i think it's the fact that we're changing ariel uh from a white actress uh to a a uh, actress of color and apparently that's an issue Wait, she's no longer a redhead oh no 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 she she has a she has a tint of red in her hair Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's oh, cool. no, but it's a, but it's a young black actress with a okay. stellar voice, and right. apparently this is an issue for folks. Heaven forbid the original Little Mermaid from Hans Christian Andersen has her fucking green. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew, she's still a redhead, right? Yeah, yeah, she's got okay, some I'm in. hair. Yeah, I'm in. Go Little Mermaid. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like people are getting really up in arms over something that's half fish. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we can't be that color. Guess what, bitches? Fish come in brown and black. You know who also doesn't come in white? Jesus, because he wasn't. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna check see if Mary Magdalene would. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I hate, no. I hate people sometimes. <laughs> no, no, no. I I heard from a very unreputable source that Jesus was actually one of the white people who were the first Native Americans in America. And then the brown people came over and they killed all the white people in America and took their land. And that's why it is okay that we put those brown people on reservations. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> So also coming out on May 26th, if, uh, if you're not what you're protesting Little Mermaid, you can also watch... If you're protesting Little Mermaid, get the fuck off my podcast. Get the fuck out! You could also watch The Machine. Anyone seen the preview for this Was one? Was he, Steve? No. Uh, Burt Kreischer, uh, you know, that uh, big no. bearded comedian guy. We, uh, Burt, he, had the, he had the thing on uh, Travel Channel or whatever, like Burt does a thing or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but his drunken past catches up with him 20 years down the road when he and his father are kidnapped uh, by those Burt wronged 20 years ago while drunk at a college semester abroad in Russia. His father is played by Mark Hamill. Oh, shit. And it's from the director. 
from director Peter Atencio. Who's he, Steve? Uh, you ever seen a movie called Keanu or a thing called Jean-Claude Van Johnson? Never heard of it. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm fucking in. <laughs> this looks funny. This 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 should be good. Yeah, it sh- it should be. It should be. But then again, maybe that's too extreme for you. Also coming out May 26th, we have About My Father. When Sebastian tells his old-school Italian immigrant father, Salvo, that he is going to propose to his all-American girlfriend, Salvo insists on crashing a weekend with her tawny parents. Uh, yeah, anyway, Robert De Niro is the father. And oh, the, so, it's, so it's another Meet the Parents? Pretty much. <laughs> and the quote from the poster, hottest comic in America, Sebastian Malascalco, who? Uh, he's, he's Salvo. I'm uh, sorry, that's not how you pronounce or say Dana Gould. I know, right? <laughs> Lies! Who is this guy? Right? Hottest comedian. Apparently he runs a temperature because he is <laughs> way too, like, he is running a fever. That's that, that's his thing. He's just constantly having COVID, so he's technically the hottest <laughs> comic there. Okay, so this, this poster gives me, like, bad grandpa vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally is, like, from that same ilk. But also starring in this movie, we have... Kim Cattrall as, quote, Tigger. T-I-G-G-E-R. All right, go Kim Cattrall. Yep. Hmm. And Anders Holm as Lucky <gasps> Collins. Yes, oh, workaholic's no! own Anders Holmvik. Anyway. Look, I love Anders. Yeah. That is actually saying something Sometimes you need a paycheck but... when they cancel your workaholic's movie. Right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Leslie Bibb is in it. I like Leslie Bibb. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe. We'll see. If it's streaming somewhere, who we'll knows? see. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, we already talked about Kandahar coming. Also May twenty sixth. God damn, everything's coming out May twenty sixth after Fast X. Uh, but yeah, that's Gerard Butler in in Afghanistan from the director of Snitch, Angels Fallen in Greenland. It's going to be great. And then the following week, June second, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Hundred percent on board. Yeah, it's I'm the in. the yeah. sequel to the animated one. I'm in. But also, The Boogeyman, an adaptation of Stephen King's yes. The Boogeyman. I'm See, excited there you for go. This. See, now there's there's an, there's a Boogeyman from the 80s, and then there's three uh, Boogeymans that from were the like 2000s, more, right? The 2000s. Mm. So I'm interested to see exactly like what this take is. Well, we shall find out June 2nd. Oh, but the following week, babe, we have the ultimate toss-up. You have to choose between these two movies. First up, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, which I know you love the Beast Wars. Especially when I tell you that Ron Perlman is the voice of Optimus Primal. And Academy Award winner Michelle Yao is also somehow involved. As well as Peter Dinklage. Even with all of that, I, I can't do any more Transformers movies. I, they've wronged but, me. But what about Pete Davidson, who's apparently also in it? I don't even know who that is. He's the, the guy in the Taco Bell commercials that everybody thinks is a thing for some oh, reason. Oh, I'm fucking out. Yeah. Okay. Fucking out. Uh, and yeah, it's the Beast Wars spin Yeah, and every, everybody has to do a terrible movie after they win an Academy Award. It's like a yeah. law. She got her paycheck, yeah. Uh, but it's from the director of Creed 2, which Steve loved. Mm, I fell asleep. She sure did. <laughs> All right, well, fine. Here's your other option. It's called Flame and Hot. Interesting, oh, right? The, is that I'm the intrigued. is that the uh, Elemental? No, that's not the Elemental movie. 
Nope. The story of Richard Montañez, the Frito-Lay janitor who channeled his Mexican-American heritage and upbringing to turn Flaming Hot Cheetos into a snack that disrupted the food industry and became a global phenomenon. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Starring Tony Shalhoub, Dennis Haysbert, Jesse Garcia, and directed by Ava Longoria. Yeah. Babe, are you into Flamin' Hot? Babe... I breathe flaming hot. Yeah, I thought so. I think this would be interesting. Like, I mean, I'm not exactly all the time 100% for, like, little biopics and whatnot, but I think this could be interesting enough that it would be really neat. And, frankly, Tony Shalhoub already has me winning, but uh, Dennis Haysbert, let's go. Look, All t- state. Tony Shalhoub <laughs> does a great job and, like, brings an extra star to every movie he's in. Yeah. This is true. So it's at least a two-star movie just based on that. And Ava Longoria, Flamin' Hot. Yeah. (laughs) Flaming! All right, so then next week, uh, June 16th, some movie called The Flash. It's going to be great. Uh, The following week, June Uh, 23rd. Are we... we, (laughs) We're we're going... We're we're saying no to The Flash, right? Yeah, I'm I'm good. (laughs) I'm not going to give it money, but I'll wait till it comes on streaming. And then I'll probably wait even longer, like I did for the Zack Snyder Justice League. I think I waited like two years. <laughs> to I'll say we, finally... we watched Black Adam when it dropped and we're kind of like, Meh. all right, so these aren't going to get any better, are they? The, the only thing that is drawing me to the Flash movie right now is that in the trailer, watching every little bit of it, I was like, OK, cool. So you tried to make a live action Flashpoint paradox. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just man. I I hope they can do it some justice because right now I'm already seeing league. Oh man, (laughs) they're they're doing so many things right with the trailer already, but then there's immediately shifts to uh, changes. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, we shall find out. Well, you know when your lead it becomes controversial. (laughs) Yeah. Kevin Spacey might as well be playing the Flash now. It wasn't even like the league. Kevin Spacey comes back as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. That'd be great. I actually, I actually, son of a bitch, I'm in. I actually I, would watch that. Like, I, mean, I really, I do love it when people who oh, are shit, like universally the re- hated. It's the return of Hackman. Just, yeah, just become like, do villain roles. And it's like, dude, if, right. they, if they want people to hate him, like, I mean, bring him back as Lex Luthor. Make it a surprise. Yeah. Make it hey, a surprise. It'll be better Ar- than Carrot Top. Army Hammer as uh, as Batman. Yeah. He was supposed to be in the 2000s. People forget. George Miller was going to fucking direct. <laughs> look, Before Mad Max. <laughs> look, Army Hammer's made some mistakes, but he hasn't actually, like, eaten anyone. Not on camera. He's just a fucking weirdo. But he, like... All right. The, um... Oh my god, what was that stupid movie with uh, Johnny Depp as an Indian? The Lone Ranger? The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger was an awful movie. He did a good job as the Lone Ranger. Yeah. The movie was hot trash, but he did a good job, and he did a bunch of his own stunts. You ain't gotta convince me. I'm all for Army Hammer as Batman. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm definitely... Oh no, he's... Who is... Uh, man. I'm trying to think of what the Western was where Fonda... Uh, played the villain, and they kept it for out of the audience's view uh, before the movie came out because they wanted everyone to be so shocked and awe that uh, that Fonda was playing the villain. Dang it! Now I can't think of it off the top of my head. From like the seventies or whatever. 
Yeah, or like yeah, oh. like the sixties and seventies. Damn. Oh. Because because Fonda was like, you know, everyone's hero. He was he was like the all American guy. He w- he was the dude that you loved, and then suddenly you see those piercing blue eyes, and he's the villain. And people were just like, not up in arms, <laughs> but it was like it was like a good shock. Yeah. Is it summer solstice? No, 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 no. Damn. This is so terrible to me. Mm. Well, anyway, while you guys are thinking about that, I'm going on to the next week, <laughs> June 23rd. We have a trio of movies. <clears throat> First up, No Hard Feelings. Where a delivery driver desperate for cash accepts a Craigslist ad from a couple seeking someone to date their painfully awkward teenage son. Oh. Starring Jennifer Lawrence as the delivery driver. Okay. You know, Red Sparrow's own Academy Award yeah. winner, Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. Uh, Matthew Broderick's apparently in it. I'm going to guess he's the dad. All right. And it's from the uh, writer of Bad Teacher and the writer-director of Good Boys. So, same person. But All right. So, in that vein, like an R-rated kind of raunchy comedy thing. I'm in. All right. You had me at Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> whore, whore school. Oh, <laughs> whore school. I'm, sorry, guys. I'm an idiot. Once Upon a Time in the West. Duh. <laughs> oh yeah okay okay i've seen that forever but i don't know that was such a big thing though with fonda but yeah well, yeah i should remember also, we, we did that for the podcast <laughs> uh, what podcast is that drew oh that's the real feels podcast <laughs> we we review movies there you go all right also june 23rd you have the choice of asteroid city based on the title are you intrigued Sounds like a movie that uh, Bruce Willis tried to do before he medically retired. (laughs) All right. Well, here's the plot. The itinerary of a junior stargazer convention is spectacularly disrupted by a world changing events. Oh, all right. It sounds like every movie. All right. Starring Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Brian Cranston, Scarlett Johansson, Hong Chow, Steve Carell, Ed Norton, Willem Dafoe, Tilda Swinton, Jeffrey Goldblum, Liev Shriver. What? And directed by Wes Anderson of Royal Tannenbaum's Fantastic Mr. Fox, I Love Dogs. This this is going to be a much different Wes Anderson movie. (laughs) Right? I mean, got, or is it? It's got all well, of the A-listers. I mean, stuff. it's just—it's just not like his, you know, cliche go-to kind of casting uh, for a lot of his films. And I'm not a huge Wes Anderson fan, but no one is. The, no. Well, okay. I mean, the last no, some one, people are. That's great. Some people. I'm are a Paul W. S. Anderson fan. So. <laughs> so the last one I watched was the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is I, I was very pleasantly surprised. I very much enjoyed it. But a lot of his stuff, it's just so weird to me. What was the other hotel movie from the 80s that you we watched instead of Grand Budapest Hotel? Three Rooms. <laughs> Three Rooms? Four Rooms? Four Rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was from the 90s, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, or there's also, coming out June 23rd, Joyride. What? A remake of the 2001 movie we're talking about in October for Roadkill Month? Nope. But <laughs> instead, it follows four Asian American friends as they bond and discover the truths of what it means to know and love who you are while they travel through Asia in search of one of their birth mothers. One of their birth <laughs> One of their birth mothers. 
starring Stephanie Hsu. Uh, basically, it's the directorial debut of the writer of Crazy Rich Asians and Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. So, okay. coming of age movie, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, man, one of their birth mothers? It, it, yeah. <laughs> yes. They, one of the characters. They're Crazy birth Rich mother. Asians. Right. I'm just spoiling that no, right no, now because no, they're traveling to Asia. I get that. I mean, and not to like, <laughs> not to like rewrite the movie, but it would almost seem like, you know, if you have like a mom who's down on her luck and like sells her eggs. And then, yes. and then those kids somehow find out that they're related, and then the three of the, then the three of them go to find her. Is Rue spoiling the end of the movie? Let's find out June twenty third. Oh, maybe, maybe I just did. <laughs> maybe I'm that good. And then the last one we're going to talk about June thirtieth. Indiana Jones and the Pick of Destiny. I'm sorry, Dial of Destiny. <laughs> In- Indiana Jones and I'm too old for this shit. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be fucking great. Of course it's going to be great. Don't don't even lie to yourselves. What if it's like Ki- what if Kiki Kwan has actually like really been cast and in it and he's been just like playing it really down low this entire right. time? It'd be fantastic. I think that'd be amazing, but I I don't know. He's so damn genuine. I don't think he could hide that. <laughs> guys, I'm I'm going to make a bold prediction here. This is going to be the best Indiana Jones movie when it's all said and done. Because it's going to be the Mad Max Fury Road of Indiana Jones. Because it'll be the last? <laughs> no, no, just the best. Like, it's going to be great. Okay. I mean, I mean, Spielberg's directing it, right? Is he? Have you seen The Fablemans? No, I, I actually have no idea. I don't, I, I don't know. I have not. I, I, I'm going in with zero expectations, guys, so oh. it's going to be great. We need, we need a, a short round movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, Drew, thank you so much for joining us on this <laughs> this this preview of the second quarter of 2023. Um, I understand you also have a podcast of some sort. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, so myself, my friend Jack and Nathan, uh, we are the Real Fills podcast, where every two weeks we bring you a different movie of a different genre every single time. And it's just, uh, you know, three friends sitting around BSing talking about film and just you know it, it is a you know what yelp kind of calls it uh, a hoot and a half Woo, hoot and a half, a hoot and a half. <laughs> excellent yeah and, uh, and uh babe are you on or oh, i'm sorry drew i have to remind you where, where can we find you again <laughs> don't worry you and i both keep doing this oh uh, <laughs> Well, you can find us up on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you know, just search for the Real Fills uh, podcast up on Twitter. We are at Real Fills Pod. Uh, Instagram for the same thing. Just search for the Real Fills podcast. And basically any place that you can find a podcast, that's where we'll be. Excellent. Uh, Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find me over on Patreon at Untidy Venus and Patreon. My shop is currently in flux, but I will update you guys as soon as I know. Steve, yeah. where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's... Everything, Everything I learned, learned from, from movies. movies. Uh, guys, we're uh, heading on into April. <laughs> That's right. And uh, who knows? Maybe a maybe a familiar voice will be joining us for an episode that month. You mean Jack? Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yep, good old Jack and Nathan uh, joining us. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll pop up here in a couple of weeks. Who knows? Ooh. Is it sushi? I bet it's sushi. I mean, yeah, sushi's definitely gonna be <laughs> making his mark. I'm sure. I'm I'm gonna put Frodo in a box. He'll be there soon. Oh, Frodo! <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, Drew, I saw your Facebook post. Frodo's almost becoming a snuggly cat. Oh my gosh. He's he's starting to hop up now whenever I recline in the recliner. And he'll just, he'll park it there. And, I, and eventually I'm like, oh, I have to get up, but I don't want to move you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the, uh, the horrible, horrible affliction known as cat lap. Yep, Ugh. yep. Yep, it's He's completely just, you're not gonna be able to get rid of it, Drew. Trust me. Oh, I know, I know. I made sure, like this last weekend, I I set out my my snacks, my drinks, and I I made a little plate of food that I set off to the side, and I said, okay, I'm good for a couple of hours. And so I sat down, I reclined, blanket on my lap. He hopped up, plopped down right between my legs, and uh, there we were for a couple of movies. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> i'm happy for you drew for it, anyone it's... out there who doesn't know drew has only wanted just a snuggly pet I and just... he ended up with the least snuggly cat in the world i just want him to love me <laughs> he does love you from Why afar you love me? respect his boundaries drew I, I'm, I'm trying yes you you little shit i see you <laughs> <laughs> love me <laughs> I am your mother. (laughs) Meanwhile, all Steve wants to do is be left alone and every pet in the house tries to get in his lap at the same time. While I'm over here like, will somebody come to my lap? somebody please come here? I have snacks. (laughs) I will give you part of my dinner. Steve's like violently punching him like, get away from me. (laughs) We need an episode of like wife swap where I'll come to you, Izzy, and I can love on the pets, and Steve can come to my place and yeah. just uh, not I'll enjoy the anybody. peace and quiet yeah. of Bakersfield. <laughs> there you oh, go. Drew, Drew, you're going to feel horrible oh, no. because Steve is like God's gift to cats. I guarantee you he's Frodo's going to be in Steve's lap. Uh, like immediately <laughs> and steve's definitely not going to be like taking pictures and sending them to you and like going, oh uh, this guy uh, he just oh, won't get away from me who's this guy <laughs> cuddly cat who this <laughs> yeah, hey drew so. uh somebody swapped cats because I, I don't know what you're talking about this one's in my lap let me pet him yeah <laughs> i even called him sam a couple of times he's like yeah whatever call me what you want daddy <laughs> what you're my Gandalf the Grey, Steve. I'm Gandalf the White. <laughs> I must go. <laughs> no, he's definitely Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, he's definitely Grey. Yeah. But yes, Drew, come. We have snuggly pets. Snuggly pets. Yes, at least two out of three of the cats are super snuggly with just about anybody. And Sushi loves anybody who'll give him cheese. <laughs> it's easy peasy. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Please, for the love of God, spay and neuter your pets. What's going on in the Congo? Things look pretty bad in the Congo right now. I hope you folks have lots of money. Did you get the diamond? No. The diamonds are here. Go ahead, guys. 
with sesame cake. In one, three, two, three. Who's got that? Tell me. Relax. You're in better hands than you should be.